0: Hello! Welcome to IntelliCast, Season 3, Episode 10. This is Brian Lamar. I think for the first, like, eight episodes of the season, I didn't even mention my name. I was new at this. But this is Brian Lamar. Hello, everybody. Joined by Jason Enderhees today. Hello, Jason. Hello, Brian. You're now at least a two-timer club.
1: <laughs> Second time. Two-timer club. <laughs> Once bitten, twice shy. Right. I, don't, I don't know if that makes any sense, but I'm um, happy to be here.
0: Awesome. Um <laughs> glad you're here as well. So, um... First of all, i got to mention our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by EMI Research Solutions. That's us. Great sponsor. Um, you could reach us at IntelliCast at EMI, EMI-RS.com You can follow us at EMI underscore research on Twitter and Telecast 1 on Twitter. We're also joined by Producer Emma today. Producer Brian is not here. And let me tell you, the first 30 seconds in the studio a little more chaotic than normal, normal Producer Emma. Yeah. <laughs> It just yeah that's all <laughs> all right well glad <laughs> glad you're here um jason's joining us as i mentioned he's here to talk about he was just at the quirks event in brooklyn yes um a little bit of news and um i think that's all we're going to talk about today by the way do you have a prince for a, or a public story Oh, no, not on the agenda. Don't, don't
1: Prince in general, I mean, he just blows my mind. But we won't. That's that's. We could take up a whole thirty minutes there.
0: Okay. Let's not dive into Prince today. I know Jason has a he's a big fan of music. He's a big fan of Prince, and so I knew the answer to that question. But <laughs> we'll move on to current events. Um, a little bit of news and research. The first story we have. Um, I think, by the way, Brian Peterson's been reading the news stories. Okay. He really enjoys it.
1: Emma, <laughs> would you like to? Take her for
0: that. Reading the news stories. She doesn't have a microphone. (laughs) She has no headphones nor microphone. I don't know why. (laughs) I'm prepared. It's okay. (laughs) First news story: Qualtrics postpones their Qualtrics Summit X4 Summit under the fall. Oh, until the fall, over the coronavirus. I like to call it COVID nineteen. The coronavirus concerns. postponed to the fall were you aware of this jason enderhees no
1: i wasn't i was aware i mean obviously there's been a lot of cancellations overall yeah. i know um facebook yeah postponed or canceled their annual summit yeah big um, deal a lot of companies like um, i think cargill i think even google maybe it, it canceled some travel plan for their employees Yeah, lots of companies
0: are working from home right
1: yeah a lot of people working yeah just going the home route and even universities i read that yeah. um Moving to online online classes as opposed to people coming in.
0: Yeah. So
1: I, I imagine a pretty big, significant impact overall, like airline travel, hotel oh, yeah. industry.
0: I mean, I wonder. The board. When I first saw this, I was like, "Is this because of Utah? Are Utah scared of the coronavirus? Because <laughs> seventeen thousand people in U-Haul, Utah, U-Haul. U-Haul, Utah, 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 Utah. There's a plug, um, including a lot of celebrities. That might be it as well, um, right? Qualtrics Summit usually has lots of celebrities. I'm not sure if you knew this number, but this year Ellen DeGeneres, Michelle Obama, Matthew McConaughey, The Killers. Wow! Yeah, last year was Barack Obama, um, Magic Johnson, another huge star. Miss Oprah. Oprah, yes. which is crazy. So I don't know. Was it Utah that canceled it? Was it the celebrities that canceled it? Was it was U- it Oprah? It might have been Oprah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm. I'm getting a little worried. I'm not going to any conferences till April. I'm getting a little worried about IIEX. Yep, yeah. um, because there's a lot of people, um, and I'm not worried about the coronavirus itself, but I'm more. I don't know, I'm very selfish about this. I just I'd like to go to the conference that I signed up for.
1: i found myself a little apprehensive going to quirks. Yeah. Like and I'm not I don't wanna be like the fearmonger or like, you know, dive into the what the media is portraying as, you know, yeah. the worst epidemic in the history of epidemics. But yeah. Um so I think yeah, I think there's a little bit of them juicing it up. You know, in, yeah. in the media, but I also definitely was hesitant. Like, I was like, should we yeah. go into this? And yeah. just you wonder, like, what kind of, uh, what kind of attendance impact it's going to have.
0: Yeah, and I thought about it. Now, the last time I traveled was to Atlanta about a month ago, and there was somebody sitting in the row ahead of us that was just like very sick. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking about it, but wasn't that concerned. Coronavirus is around then. I think if I flew tomorrow, I would be a little bit more concerned, right? Right, for sure. Yeah, so. Hopefully Qualtrics – I mean, I guess it's a good move. Ryan Smith is a very smart guy, and it was probably the right move, especially 17,000 people is a big conference. People travel to that one from around the world. Um, That was probably good to cancel it. And um, hopefully they can get most of those people back for the fall. I don't think they've announced a date yet, but um, it's a big conference. Um, Hopefully hopefully this thing ends before it gets worse.
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. Next news story – um, Schlesinger Group, who's just been buying up everybody, um, now have bought Market Cube, one of our sample providers. Mm-hmm. Kind of big news. I, I felt like this kind of came out of nowhere, but then I, when I talked to people about it, it was like everybody knew. I'm always the last one to know.
1: <laughs> I kind of felt the same way. Like, oh, yeah, that's been talked about for a month. Well, I, maybe I've been under a rock. I'm not sure, but I, I was kind of in the same boat. It's a huge announcement at Quirks, obviously, when it came yeah, to, um, You know, people tweeting all over the place emailing, tweeting, whatever, Instagram, you name it. They were talking about it nonstop. And um, I, th- I think it's kind of a shocker, right? Like, yeah. I don't know how I look at those two. I mean, obviously, they're, they'd be complementary to each other. They're, yeah. they're just very, to me, very different businesses Yeah, in general. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Got to talk to Ted for a little bit at the conference. It was good to see him. Yeah. Um, Didn't really get his take on it or anything. So no breaking yeah. news. <laughs> <laughs> on what Ted thinks, but uh, it was it was it was awesome to you know just be able to congratulate him on the uh, yeah. the merger or the acquisition, whatever you want to call it. And it'll yeah. be interesting to see how it plays out.
0: And Schlesinger was at Quirks as well. They is were, that right? yeah, separate booths. Interesting, but didn't the, get the discount. Didn't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to lead anybody yeah. by having like a you know a combined booth. of things. So. Right.
0: Well, it's, I think it's a good move. Yeah. Um It's just again more mergers and ac- acquisitions and market research space, and I don't expect it to slow down.
1: No, it's becoming commonplace.
0: Yeah, it's just one after another. I think it's a good move, though. I think I have a lot of respect for Schlesinger and what they do. They have a, a big name in research, and Market Cube, they're, you know, they're friends of ours, and right. big fan of Ted Pulsifer, and um, Deepak, and the rest of the team there. And yeah. um, Ted was recently on the podcast, talked about they gave away a bunch of cars to um, people in India, a lot of the, a lot of their operations. People, that was an awesome story. So, if you haven't heard that, it's a few episodes back. It was really cool. Um, so, good for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, like you said, two two good companies merging together. They're, I'm sure there good things will come from it.
0: Awesome. And then I guess we'll talk about the last last news story. That's not that big. Um, USA Today, the Democracy Fund, which I've never heard of, and UCLA have partnered on a new public opinion research project called NationScape. It's a weekly survey. Five hundred thousand interviews leading up to the November election—kind of crazy. I didn't click on the link. Sorry, producer Brian. Um, Five hundred thousand interviews about the November election—that's pretty crazy. It is
1: absolutely. I assume they're using IntelliBlend. Uh,
0: Our, some, some yeah, We're they should be it, using right? intelligent blending.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's—I mean—that's a monster. That's—it's. You think about what happened, you know, in the previous election, right? Yeah. Maybe this is a reaction to that. Maybe it's it it's people you know saying, "Hey, we're going to get it right this time. Yeah. We're going to make sure we get it right by having you know half a million people come through and, and interview <laughs> yeah. them." Yeah. You know, it's it, I don't know. I, I'm fascinated by it. I think it's going to be interesting again to see what the these results look like compared to actual results, how close they are, and you know, that's yeah. always that's always fun to look at. Yeah, we'll
0: follow this over the next few months. I mean, it's not even, I mean, it's mid March. Right, a long time ago. <laughs> Plenty of evidence. And, and by the way, I am now. really politicked out. Yeah, already. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've been having the two 2020 elections that since about I don't know January 1st, 2017, and um, I don't know. I think I feel like we need a little break.
1: Well, it's you know it's something that's been on everybody's mind. Like our yeah. our country's like more divided than it's ever been. Yeah. Which, again, I'm not trying to let strike fear in the hearts of everybody, but that's just a reality, right? Yeah. There's a lot of people that are just on the opposite side of the fence, and it's not even like, I feel like everybody's looking at it like... Yeah. They're not on the opposite side of the fence. They're like way far yeah. over here, and right. then there's a fence in the middle and way far <laughs> right. over here. There's no yeah. – like, no, let's not meet.
0: There's no people meeting at the fence no. discussing <laughs> how they can find common ground. <laughs>
1: no, they're throwing rocks or yeah. shooting at each other or something. <laughs> right.
0: but, last time we recorded – I forgot about this. The last time we recorded, no one had backed out of the – well, none, none of the major candidates had. So since then, Amy Klobuchar has backed out. Peter mm-hmm. Buttigieg backed out. Michael Bloomberg has backed out. Um, Elizabeth Warren has backed out. So today, I'm, right? Earlier today. Yeah. Or yesterday. Yeah. Very yesterday, yeah. I think. And so that leaves. Um, it's going to be Biden or Bernie. Mm-hmm. And then Tulsi Gabbard is still out there.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. I was yeah. thinking everybody had backed out. But you're She right. has
0: one delegate, I think, from okay. America Samoa. So good hey. for her. Um, Hold strong. She's running for like 2024, 2028, right. obviously, right? right? Um, so that's enough politics talk. It's just interesting, but... Hopefully, it's not going to go. We have we have an election in Ohio in two weeks, if so it's we, we're just going to ramp up yes, here quick.
1: Yes, absolutely, and we, you know what? Thinking about this now that we're having this conversation, yeah, we should have better prepped, and we could have argued our butts off, yeah, and just I, I'm, I'm sure listenership, if that's what you called it, would have went through the roof. Yeah. We could have had a really good episode here. Yeah. We
0: failed. That's cool. Let's move on. We didn't prep for this, <laughs> um, but it's a good topic, and let's let's move on to. Um, Quirks Brooklyn. Yes. Um, I'll set you up real quick. Quirks is a great conference in Brooklyn, in Chicago, and London. Um, It was last – or this week. Oh, wow. It was this week. That's crazy. Um, I went last year in Chicago, and it's kind of crazy. I've been to a lot of conferences. You've been to a lot of conferences. To me, it's very unique in that it is complete chaos. Like if you you had the energy, and a lot of people do, I think, you could go – all day long, starting about 6 a.m., you could do a running group sessions all day long. And then there's a happy hour, and then there's a second happy hour, and then there's a dinner, and there's a rock concert, and then there's a late night party, and there's another party. And that's not even counting like all the people that like ask you to dinner or ask you to happy hour. When I have coffee, it's complete chaos, but it's awesome, right? It is, was absolutely.
1: That, I, I, it, this was my first quirk, so yeah. I went in kind of open eyes and open-minded, and it didn't disappoint. I mean, like you said, yeah. it is nonstop. Yeah. It started Monday night, the, the night before the conference. We went to um, the WIRE event, Yep. Um, started and, and it kicked it off, kind of. And then uh, the Research Club had another event after that. So it was late night into early morning, all the way day through yeah. all, And it's not even just like all-day sessions. It's yeah. five sessions going on at once every half hour. throughout yeah. it. So, I mean, knowledge, as far as knowledge share, it's, you, yeah. can, you can learn about so much stuff. And there's so much yeah. information to be gathered there. Um, I found it hard to pick and choose yeah. you know during some of those those time frames. It's like, oh, I've got this session, I've got this client presenting over here, yeah. I've got this prospect over you know from a salesperson perspective, yeah, you know, all over the board, yeah, um, but you know there's all and and then obviously you know, from our perspective and, and meeting meeting uh with our with our partners too yeah and which are you know obviously present um, yep. and make up a good portion of the folks that are there so it's a lot of familiar faces yeah um, long story short I, the big takeaways for me it was it was a, a big qualitative presence yeah. that I didn't anticipate yeah. um, it, I don't know if it's one of those pendulum things where you know yeah. we were very heavily um, focused on quantitative in the past and now we're moving back in the qualitative piece but right just company after company after company with all very unique very cool qualitative, almost like add-on yeah um, to like a, a quant or a larger qual proportion. Right. Um so that that was really cool to see. Um it was also really refreshing to hear some conversations around quality.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that. It was the, oh. there was a presentation by Tia Maurer of Procter mm-hmm. and Gamble. Yeah. And I think Mary Beth Weber from Case, it's which from Case, we're right? a member of Case. So yeah, I'd love to if you want to mention that, that'd be great.
1: That was fantastic. It was probably my <clears throat> favorite session that I attended. Um I am obviously a little biased because i I'm, I'm of the quality camp, right? Like are you pro quality? I am pro quality. okay. okay. <laughs> I think that's where we need to spend more time, not only yeah. like internally here within our four walls, but as an industry. Yeah, I think you know it was one of those pendulum things, right? We like yeah. let's get it done cheap. Let's get it done fast. Let's you know let's all everything. connect with each other right, as fast as possible. Right, let's make everything programmatic let's <laughs> yeah. and not knocking that. There's a time and place, but yeah, I think quality was kind of put on the back burner. Yeah. And I think that's gonna bite us, right? You know, in the end that like you you need quality. I know we need it done quick, I know we need it done cheap, but at the end of the day, if it's all garbage in, it's all garbage
0: out. Yeah, and I think I've seen Tia Maurer speak before about a year ago at MRMW, and I would she speaks a lot about a lot of the same topics that we can speak on, but she obviously carries a lot of weight working at Procter and Gamble, right? Mm -hmm. I mean they control they have a large loud voice in the industry and they should Right, and they are research experts in some ways, well we're a little biased here but I felt like they they really invented a lot of marketing research yeah. they invented a lot of the standards that we follow a lot of rigor around marketing research and best practices mm-hmm. and so when Tia Maurer gets on stage and she talks about, I'm assuming she talked about here's what we're failing as an industry, here's yes. poor quality and here's what we're doing wrong hopefully people listen um, I know that recently Proctor Gamble. I think it was Procter and Gamble. Someone at a conference got up and said, "All of this data quality has to stop." Like with advertising and um, like digital advertising, they're getting a lot of fraud. you know, we can somewhat relate to that. Sure. And so it changed kind of their industry, and I'm, ho- I'm kind of hoping the same thing. Now it's going to break some eggs. It's going to ruffle some feathers. It's going to. Um, but I th- I'm with you. I think we need that right. because we haven't focused on on quality really. I'm not saying that's not, that's a blanket statement. I feel like the industry is not focused on quality. No companies individuals there's a lot of us out there, you know, on soapboxes all the time doing sure. this. But yeah, you're right. I think um I want to see more.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, individuals fighting a good fight is one thing, but when you do have, you know, a yeah. heavy hitter um in 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 the voice that carries from a company that will literally move the needle yeah. and shift, you know, other companies, yeah, <laughs> specifically you know full service market research, firms, right? Sample providers all the way us, down the line, yeah. Like yep, we need something to make that big change because we yep. can stand on a soapbox, and and many of our um, competitors can stand on that same soapbox. But yeah, a voice like png really resonates throughout an industry. Yeah, and can make changes. So, and,
0: and by the way, Case is the Council for the Advancement of Sampling Excellence, and it was started a couple of years ago primarily by Mary Beth Weber, who. Um, She's been working in quality for a long time. I think Heritage is like in phone sample and Mm -hmm. quality. And she brought together, primarily her, but a lot of other people brought together people, um, clients like Procter & Gamble. And there's a lot Lowe's, Disney, Walmart, um, IBM, like big names together with some full service companies like Ipsos and Cantar, along with a lot of sample companies. So all the names that you've heard, there's probably 30 or 40 people um, talking about quality. So hopefully more to come. If you have any questions about Case, reach out. I'm happy to talk about it. Or Mary Beth Weber is just, I mean, she is amazing. Um, I wish I could have been there to see that and and see them in person. Yeah, it
1: was, like I said, it was not only very refreshing, but it left me, like, you know, in our position as as an aggregator, right? Like, I, I I just I wanted to talk. I wanted to know more. Yeah. Like, why are we? Like, how how do we get more involved with case? Because they're yeah. doing the right thing. I think. Yeah. You know, regardless of what your stance is on sample or, or research methodologies. Yeah. If you're if you're focused on doing the right thing, you're going to win.
0: Yeah, and I've I've talked about this a lot. Completely agree with you. I feel like as an industry, we need industry wide solutions. Yeah. And it's hard to be led by the sample companies. It's probably hard to be led by the full service companies. It's got to be led by the brands, the giant companies that spend all the money. And I'm hoping that it's a collaborative effort. And while a lot of us are competitors, we got to work together because I honestly feel we can, there's so much white space and ability to have more research and more insights if we can improve quality and deliver more trusted insights for better business decisions, which I think we can if we improve quality, I think it could our industry could kind of explode. Yeah. And there's a lot of hesitance for people to go all in on research because of poor quality. And no one's immune to it. That's the thing is that there's I don't feel like there's a company out there that is, we've perfected quality, right? right? right. Certainly not a sample company. We all have our own challenges. And, um, I mean, it's a tough, by the way, it's a tough world that we're, Most companies are making huge investments, but I'm hoping that there's more of a collective solution that we can Mm -hmm. all kind of work together. And because again, I think it can really grow.
1: Man, are you running for office? No, man. That was a great campaign speech. Yeah. Get out there.
0: That's, that's, by the way, how, how about this one? No, I'm not going to I have a crazy idea. I'm, I'm going to save it. I'll save it. Yeah. Save it for group. I'll save it. Um, <laughs> what else about Quirks? That was a lot about Case.
1: Um, no, th- I mean, that was – it was good. To see. And there were other, you know, quality initiatives that were taken on too, quality, quality conversations. But yeah. um, the, the IBM blockchain was a big thing, you know, mm-hmm. big hit as well. Obviously, what's coming there, um, IBM put on a, a nice presentation or a nice hosted a nice session around that. It was very informative. Um, and they boiled it down – like to a um like a lay term you know like a lay version where everybody could understand. Oh really? Because I don't think, I mean, don't get me wrong. There was a lot of jargon, a lot of words yeah. that I, I couldn't even pronounce, let alone understand what they mean. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, like the next slide would be like, oh, by the way, this is what it means to people that aren't smart as aren't, aren't as smart as me. Oh, so, okay. So it, that that slide worked and resonated well with me. Yeah. Um, I thought it was good though because yeah. there is a lot of well, blockchain's the answer. Well, what is it? Yeah. What does it look that's, like? How does it look and feel? And how does it play a part in my world? Right. Because right. that's everybody's like, oh, that's it's the answer for everything. Well, it can't be. Yeah. And maybe or maybe it is, but what does it mean to me? Yeah. And he did a great job, I thought, of really taking it from what it meant to IBM, yeah, but then dropping it down to the different levels of what this means to providers, what's this you know, what awesome. this means to different clients outside of IBM. Yeah. Um and and it wasn't like a hey, we have the biggest
0: solution yeah. selling. It was Here's how we think it can help the industry again. Industry right. focus, right? Um, there was a, some blockchain presentations at SampleCon a few weeks ago, and it was Measure Protocol and Veriglyph presented together, which was I think it was awesome. Again, because of collaboration, and I think that Veriglyph is um, on the IBM platform. I'm pretty sure they are, and um, I don't remember what I was going to say, but um, they 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 said that the, one of the biggest problems they have is. People understanding what blockchain is, right? Right, right? And they even at the conference in SampleCon, they asked the room, here, here can explain what what blockchain is?" Yeah. No one raised their hand. And now these are this was a room full of people that work in Sample, right. That are smart people, and many of which have been working on blockchain, including myself. I can't give like a layman's right. definition of blockchain, but I envision it's almost like. What if in 1996 you had to give the layman's definition of like the internet? Right, right? <laughs> right, right. Now we can, yeah. But it's been 25 years since the internet existed. I don't know if we need to know all the details of blockchain. Um, I, for me, I try to focus on the benefits that I hope it provides. Right. Um, just like we don't talk a lot about, you know, how does digital fingerprinting work? What is hashing? Um, yeah. You know, like we didn't go real deep dive into like what true sample was, right? Right. And so I'm hoping that. Blockchain can get beyond this mystery. Into here's the benefits we'll provide, which hopefully are increased quality, right? Yeah, and there, I mean, obviously, with you know a big hitter again
1: and a big voice in the room like IBM, yeah, being behind it, it's gonna, it's not gonna lose traction, right? Right, it's gonna, it's gonna be a force to be reckoned with, and and hopefully add a ton of value to an industry that needs, you know. Value in those spaces and security and you know yeah. uh, identity protection and things of that nature. So
0: yeah, I want mean, I want to have the measure protocol people on. I've mentioned this a lot of times. I'm going to reach out to them because they're good people. They're smart. Um, so we'll have them on soon and see if they can give a better <laughs> discussion about yeah. blockchain than you and I can. Oh, so. I'm 100 <laughs> sure of that. Yeah, or uh, maybe we can get Lenny or somebody from Veriglove James to talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Quirks is awesome. Did they, by the way, do they have, like, any random little food? Like, you just be walking around, there's, like, all of a sudden, there's, like, a hot dog stand? There was Popcorn?
1: So, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, and if you know, I'm not trying to minimize what Quirks put on. I was a little disappointed in the food. Yeah. Oh, me too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's not designed to have, like, a nice meal. It's not. It's, it's like, really almost is. like your snack all day long, yeah, right? Just,
1: just eat, like... Seven veggie right. burritos throughout the day that are the size of one finger right i wouldn't even call them burritos <laughs> right but anyhow I, and i almost took part in a egg roll of some sort uh-huh or a, a spring roll apologies okay with shrimp which would have been devastating because I have a seafood allergy. Oh. So it just was improperly labeled. Oh no. And I, I had one on my plate and and not that this is all about me and my my allergies, but yeah, I was like, "Hold on. We've got we've got some
0: responsibility here, people. Let's properly label the food." Throwing an EpiPen in my neck yeah, because <laughs> you would think there'd be better protocols. Given the coronavirus, it, right, right, <laughs> we're, we're all gonna yeah, we're gonna
1: take all this and circle back
0: to coronavirus. Um, speaking of coronavirus, Emma, do you have, you have a take on coronavirus, don't you? I do. Yeah. yeah? Should we share a microphone? Here I'm you go. Here. Let's hear let's hear producer Emma's take um, on coronavirus.
1: Yes, I, <laughs> I'm not worried about coronavirus. Okay. Um, because I'm young, and oh, okay, I have yeah. a good immune system. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to you know, wash my hands and take deep breaths. And I think
0: it's going to be okay. So, okay. yeah. All right. That was the take. Roy. Roy Deneen was on last week. And we, neither of us were scared. Yeah. But Roy, again, is also young. Not too much older than, than right. producer Emma. Um, good immune system. I'm older. Right. Bad immune system. Yeah. <laughs> I do not have a good immune system. I should Maybe I should be worried about it. No. I,
1: I think you're
0: fine. Are students worried about coronavirus? I
1: think the thing that scares just, okay, so being on a college campus, I remember when I first moved into my dorm freshman year, everybody got sick. But I was, it's like communal living. So yes. you have your dining halls, you're all touching your foods. Colleges are dirty. Yeah, right. like we're dirty. It's, yes. yeah, like, it's if, like a big movie if one theater. Gets sick Every petri sick. dish. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So yeah, if it got on, on my college campus, I would
0: know that I was going to get it. But okay. I don't think it would kill me. So. Okay. Yeah. That's a confident take yeah, from Mr. M. That was very Emma. confident.
1: Just be careful how deep of breaths you actually take. True. Yeah. <laughs> True,
0: yeah, yeah. Just kidding. All right. Well, anything else, Jason? Oh no, no. All nothing right. Anything else? I Appreciate mean, you joining. Yeah. Um, I think
1: it was a good discussion. Hey, w- spring is right around the corner. I'll say that we're yes. springing forward this weekend, right? Yes.
0: That's right. Springing yeah. forward. The worst. There's an hour. One of the worst and best days of the year. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because you lose that hour, and it just messes up your equilibrium. And I'm a morning person, so it doesn't bother me too much. I'm up early anyway. In fact, it might help me. But it just messes you up, right? It's going to be bright. Just prepare yourself. Sunday morning, it's going to be very bright very early. No, it's the other way, right? No. It'll be darker. Oh, darker. Darker in the morning. Hey, Brian. (laughs) Let's edit this. It's going to be very bright in the afternoon when you get home from work. That'll be the key. You leave at 5, and you're like, oh, my God, we've got two Three. I don't think it'll be dark till like eight PM. Uh, nothing like rounding out this podcast. Sounding, sounding <laughs> no one <so> listens. Intelligent. <laughs> no one listens this late in the podcast. Goodness. If you're listening, tell us. Let us know that you <laughs> listen all the way to the end at Intelecast at emi rscom Thanks for listening. The only thing we need to promote is um, we're going to the next Court Chica- uh, Chicago, mm-hmm. April sixth and seventh. I think it's Tony Brown. I heard rumors of Michael Holmes going. Oh, celebrity sightings. Um, in Chicago, April sixth and seventh. It was not canceled. I don't expect it will be. Yeah. I think we'll figure this thing out by then. And thanks for listening. Thanks. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.